Welcome back to Elevate. This is your host, Colin Mason. I sit down with one of my athletes, J.D. Bailey, on the baseball team. And what an incredible conversation. What a cool dude. What an, what an impressive story he has about a low point in his life and how he got himself back to being um, his true self. And so I think I think you'll really, really enjoy it. Um, and without further ado, episode 17. Let's go. All right, welcome back to Elevate. This is your host, Colin Mason. I have an awesome guest with me today, J.D. Bailey. I've known J.D. for a while now, and uh, now I finally have the chance to sit down and talk with him. So, J.D., welcome. How you doing, brother? Good, how are you? Thank you for having me. Good, yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, so I, when, I was a, when I was a student here, I was a student assistant coach for the baseball team and had the opportunity to coach you for a little bit, for, for a little bit, and now, mm-hmm. I'm, now I'm a strength coach. And still working with you, so yeah. it's it's nice. And you all just got back from uh, from Texas, I see. Yeah, uh, how, yeah, how'd we just that got go? back. Um, I mean, it went well. It went pretty well. I mean, we didn't get the results we wanted. I mean, they were playing the number three uh, team in the country, so obviously it was a really good team. And we went to their place, so that was obviously a challenge. Um, we ended up going 0 and three, but I mean, we played some good games, gave gave some good battles, and I mean, ultimately it was a good experience, kind of to get down there and play a really good team. So I think it was beneficial that we kind of experienced that even though we didn't get the wins but I mean we came back here and now like we're ready to go we feel like kind of at an advantage compared to some other teams so I mean it's good it was good to get the competition though right we get the win, I, I think I think what's cool about those trips is like you really start to like get to know your teammates a little bit do you know what I mean yeah no definitely yeah. like <laughs> I feel like definitely um compared to the fall where it's playing each other but I mean like there's still some new guys but like now that we're in season it's something more fun where you're connecting with the kids more like you're closer spending more time with them because you're with them every day. Right. Kind of get to know them. So it's pretty fun to do with the freshmen. So that's one of the positives. Yeah, definitely. And it was actually cool because I was watching – I worked in the rink a lot, mm-hmm. the ice arena. And so I, I, every time I had the chance, I put up the games, like, up mm-hmm. on the TV. Yeah. Like, through, through the computer. So we kind of, like, we're all watching. Um, actually, really cool broadcast. I don't know if you had the chance to like, oh, look no, at yeah, it. Oh, no, yeah. It was, like, very, sick. It was, like – it was almost like ESPN. They have a very – they have a very good developed podcast. Um, Broadcast, yeah, they have like yeah. three, three or four angles. It's three. Yeah, three, three, four angles, and then also it has like every time like someone like a new hitter would come up, it'd have like their stats yeah, on the, the bottom and everything. Yeah, like, that was pretty cool. Like hometowns, it was mm-hmm. legit. It was yeah, kind it was, of a cool it was operation. High end, yeah, I was talking with uh, who was I talking with? I was talking with one of the, what was that? Uh, one of the volleyball players today, mm-hmm. and we were we were talking about like broadcast and how it's good for like kind of marketing like the school and stuff. Yeah, and it's it was cool because we were talking about like how a team like that in Texas, who's obviously, like, really talented, mm-hmm. but it's, like, also, like, the, the college gets a lot of, like, exposure. Oh, um, definitely. And, and the, like, the per- prospective students as well, like, the kid, mm-hmm. like, the athletes who are watching this, like, legit production, yeah. like, it's, you know, probably more likely that they're going to choose a school like that just because of the exposure that they yeah, see. Yeah, for sure. So. I mean, it makes it, when you're watching the games and kind of following them, it makes it seem more, like, professional and legit, so it's kind of right. definitely something cool to watch. Right. That's awesome. Uh, how'd you do down there? Um, I mean, I didn't... When I was down there, I mean, I got a few opportunities. I, I mean, I didn't expect to um, get too much. I mean, I so because I took a break last year, so I played freshman year, and then obviously um, last year I didn't end up playing. I kind of took a break for myself. So coming back, I didn't expect to like be a starter or anything, and kind of have to earn that role still. So I mean, I kind of got some developmental playing time. Um, not as much as I wish, but I mean, it was first few games of the season, so I got some time. Um, Defensive replacement for a little bit, played a little left field. 
gotten that bat. And then um, so kind of right now it's kind of keep moving forward and kind of gaining more um, opportunities and stuff because I'm still, I mean, I, I haven't earned my right to like be in the starting lineup yet. But I'm definitely still like working myself getting there. So definitely moving forward. I mean, it was good. I, it was good to get some time down there. Not as much as I wished, but definitely it was definitely still a fun experience just to be be there. Right. So, um, but yeah, being able to play down there, practice down there, get the whole game environment, that was pretty cool. It so. is cool. Actually, the um, Matt McKinley, the shortstop, mm. he's freaking sunburned. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He was sunburned. I was yeah, like, wow, that must have been some nice Some guys there. got sunburned, yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Um, especially when you come up here and you had to practice inside for, yeah. for a couple of weeks. Like, you, so you're talking about like improving and like yeah. getting better and just you have a really great attitude and mentality mm. when it comes to that. What Do you have a certain approach that you take in improving? And it could be athletics, but it could be anything. Do you have a certain approach that you take? Um, so I think my whole approach probably – it's definitely changed over time. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I think now it's just kind of just playing loose and being free. I mean, I let um, – I like the idea or like the saying, like, let it fly, as in just, like, be loose, be yourself. Um, don't let anything worry you or, like, just don't let – try to stay away from pressure. So I feel like having that mentality – just keeps me loose and keeps me focused no matter what my situation is. I mean, obviously right now I'm not getting the time I want, I wish I was, but, I mean, just having that mentality when I do get the, get those chances, just uh, just stay loose and let it fly. Don't, be, don't, like, pressure up and kind of get in, yourself, get in your own head. So I feel like that's, my, that's definitely my approach is staying loose and definitely just trying to stay positive through the times where, like, it's hard to, it's hard to stay positive. Right, and with baseball it's like – like you could have an amazing day, oh, yeah. and then the next day it could be just god awful, right? And so mm -hmm. it's 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 with such fluctuations, it's it's challenging. Yeah, it's right? definitely a mental workout. Yeah, and I I do like that let it fly concept. Mm -hmm. I wish I had knew, not knew about it, but I wish like if I were to go back, right? I really wish I had the mentality and like worth ethic worth work ethic that mm -hmm. I've had like now, like in high school and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like that. That's saying like let it fly. Like mm -hmm. I was so tense in high school, and, mm -hmm. you know. And and Coach Haley, the baseball coach, like. He he really like taught me like do what you need to do to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so in high school, I just like using this example like when I play, was when I was playing, it was like I thought I needed to listen to like hype up music like mm -hmm. like rap like rock just like to get me amped up for the game. But like self awareness like I need to like calm down. Yeah, you know I never. I, mean? I need to relax. Yeah, I've never really been a fan of the whole like the like the really the jacked up music and stuff and just kind of like. Just like hard rap and stuff. I just like, I mean, I like that type of music, but like when I'm in, like during, for sports, I just like staying loose and just trying to relax. Right. I mean, I don't want to get like, obviously like it's good to like here and there to get that energy flowing, but like when I'm working on myself and really trying to focus, I just like trying to just have a peaceful mind, just lock in, um, just staying loose really. Right. I think there's a big difference between like energy mm -hmm. or, or like, you can almost have like too much energy. Yeah, no, like exactly. you know what I mean. That's like, happened to me plenty yeah. of times. So we, my, me and Coach Haley talked about that. Where like, I like in the fall, I was uh, uh, during like our fall ball scrimmage and stuff. I was like performing really well, like at a high level. I was hitting great, fielding great. Everything was going perfect. So when I kind of got myself in a situation where everything was going great, and then um, right before our fall scrimmage, Coach informed me that I was going to be starting left field, batting second. So like I'm getting like a lot of time, a lot of reps, like. And this is, like, perfectly where I wanted to be. So, like, I was really excited because now we're going from fall scrimmages with our own team to actually playing another team. So we're playing Western New England. Right. And I'm, like, I'm getting a starting role high in the lineup. So I'm, like, now I'm, like, actually jacked up and stuff. 
and it got to the point where I was like, I had too much energy. I was getting like too anxious at the plate and I was kind of just like over aware. So that kind of broke me down a little bit and that's where I kind of hit a funk just because I was kind of just like over energized right. and just like, just kind of antsy. So, um, I mean, it's it's natural because like it's a game and stuff compared sure. to like practices, but and it's competitive. Yeah, no, it's competitive. I, yeah, for yeah. sure. So I mean, but like that was kind of a learning point for me where I realized that like I need need to stick to my approach and to stay relaxed because when I was doing that, like having that let it fly and like loose kind of approach in the during the fall ball when we were just like scrimmaging each other and like facing our own pitchers, that's where I succeeded the most. But then as soon as like we went to like an actual someone else's field and like started playing them, I kind of lost that approach and kind of just got. I kind of like overthought things, got too much in my head. So right. that's when, like, I mean, a coach let me know, and like, that's when I realized, like, I gotta like decide to stay in my approach, and that's I that was a good learning point, though. Right. So um, we're talking about like relaxing, right? Mm -hmm. Is there a certain um, routine that you get in to relax, or how do, how do you do? How do you manage that? Um, I wouldn't say it's like relax specifically. I have like an exact routine, but I kind of stick with the same things I usually do. I mean, I like just. We as a team, we have the same routines like warm ups and stuff. But I mean, for myself, I really don't have like a specific routine to relax. But I have like a baseball routine mm -hmm. where like I'll go through like on the on deck circle, and then at the plate. And I mean, I guess that technically helps me relax because it's my own routine. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if I fall out of my routine, then like something's off. But I mean, I guess technically that is a way to relax mentally. As I'm, like I'm going through my routine, getting ready. I feel like going through those steps of getting ready to like at the um, on deck circle and at the plate. I think it's kind of a way to eventually get yourself prepared. Right, and I, I think if we go in a different direction with this, I think mm -hmm. it's like relaxing in general can be like for a lot of different things. It's not just about like competing when you're on the baseball oh, yeah. field. You know, like I like I'm I'm doing a lot right now. Like mm -hmm. I'm kind of I'm doing you know the podcast. Like I'm 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 just doing a lot of different yeah. things, right? But I find that the way I relax is to walk on the treadmill on an incline and read a book. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that's like the way I relax, which yeah. which is like I'm not necessarily competing at all like anymore yeah. um, athletically, but like it's a way that I kind of like de-stress a little bit. Mm -hmm. The way I can kind of step away and just like this is my time for me to just kind of walk and read on the treadmill. So, um do you have anything outside of baseball, outside oh, yeah. of baseball, yeah. that you do to kind of recenter yourself? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like a lot, most people have a way to relax and like not in a competitive situation. But for me, I mean, when I'm not dealing with baseball and stuff, um, I mean, I don't have much free time this time of year with baseball and stuff because it's waking up early, having classes, then having like team lifts and then practice. It's a, it, all the days are long. So like at mm -hmm. the end of the day, when I finally get out of practice. Um, get dinner with my team, and then after that, that's when I kind of have time to relax. Like right now, so I mean, what to like when I when I'm trying to relax, I think what helps me the most when I'm not like in a competitive mindset and kind of just be myself. I just like, I mean, there's definitely yeah, definitely multiple ways, but one in, one way is like when I'm in my room, I'll just lay down, just like throw on like a podcast or I'll watch, I'll go on social media like Twitter, Instagram. Uh, so I watch TikTok here and there. I've slowed down from that a little bit, but I mean, definitely, I still watch that here and there. And then um, we have like a big speaker. Um, jo my roommate Jordan has one, and I literally like I connect to that all the time. And I'll just like throw in the living room and stuff, and just yeah. lay down, just listen. Like I do that a lot to, in like, college too. Either like variety of music, it changes whatever I'm feeling that day. But I just I literally just like lay down and just take a break from like everything. Right. I'll go on my phone, or if not my phone, I'll just literally lay down and just like kind of like meditate or think. Right. Um, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, for sure. The meditating. I I've been meditating for a couple months mm -hmm. now. I think it's been a couple months. Yeah. 
it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like I, ne- I, I, again, like I wish I could just go back and be like, do all these things no, because like, same like, like do I, all yeah. these things because it's so good for you. Mm. And, um, and meditating. And I started by doing it in an hour. Mm. Like I was like, you're going to like suffer through this. Like yeah. you're going to do it. And I thought that hour, was a yeah. really good start, but I did it for probably, probably about a month. I did it for an hour and yeah. now I'm, I brought it down to 20 minutes yeah. and just 20 minutes every single morning. I just kind of sit there and just like do think. you feel like you're still getting like the same benefit as you are like with 20 minutes as I, you would with an hour yeah so i i feel for sure that my breathing like my i i can i use a breathing technique it's called a boxed breathing technique yeah, so no, yeah have you heard of that yeah we do, all, we um, do it every day it's i love it yeah i love it actually it's probably because of the book that coach haley recommended to me probably yeah. and yeah that's probably exactly where yeah. we got it but basically i, I do boxed breathing um for about five minutes. I don't know exa- the exact yeah, yeah, time, but yeah. for about five minutes. And then I just breathe normally for the, yeah. like, the next 15 minutes, roughly. And um, it's the box breathing in that first five minutes, like completely just like, I could feel like my shoulders like relax. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's unbelievable like how effective it is. When I was doing it for the full hour, I felt like I couldn't, I was getting so anxious during yeah. the whole thing. So I did think it was potent for me right now was a little long, but I, I wanted myself like, it was cool because it would take me about probably half the time I was squirming and I would like open my eyes and I would yeah. just, I would be like, I can't do this for this long. But the last 30 minutes, like I would just get in this like kind of, I know it's cheesy, but like there's like trance, just like it, like you know what I mean. I'm yeah, just no, completely yeah, relaxed. Yeah. Like I was like floating. So like I do think the hour was great because I think if I only did it for that half an hour, that's 20 minutes. I feel like I just would be too antsy. But mm-hmm. um, now with the 20 minutes, I think it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Do you what do you do when you do you do box breathing? No, on your yeah, own we or do. How does that... So for baseball, we do five minutes of breathing before and after every practice. And I feel like I mean, some people probably think it's just kind of like cliche and like stupid, but like. I myself like I love these little type of things because I feel like they make like over time they make such a difference because I just feel like it helps with your headspace and kind of like your whole like thinking process um like I've gotten to the point like when we're not doing it at baseball I'm literally doing it on my own just because I feel like breathing it's like such an important thing like I'd like I've just like realized like a few months ago how important like the whole breathing thing is just because of how like I've learned of how like relaxed and how it's like just how like locked in I get and just like thinking about things. I feel like it's so beneficial to have um, just I think that like when you're stuff like breathing, it just gets you in like a mood like when you're doing that like five minute box breathing and stuff, mm-hmm. it gets you in a mood where like you're literally just relaxed. And your, your your mind's clear, and I think that's like I think it's what everyone needs. Hundred percent. I feel yeah. in control. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of my day is like so frantic, and I'm moving around, and I have like a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. But when I do like the box breathing, I immediately just like I feel like in control again. I yeah. don't know. And I it's feel like it's odd definitely feeling. it's definitely like an anxiety de-stressor as well. I think. I mean, you're kind of just laying there breathing, just literally nothing but breathing, just right. like just laying there. And I think it's so like when you're like you're all stressed out, and like you have like. When you're having long days, like practice, lifts, classes, a lot of homework, I feel like when you when you take like a breathing break, you literally you have nothing to worry about but you and your breath. Right. And I think just having that like those short breaks is just like just it's just so relaxing right. for anyone. And, and I I think the only way that things like that can be that effective is if you really commit to it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like those guys you talk about that are. Like, probably, like, oh, like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Why are we doing yeah. this? Like, I've, I've got stuff to do. i got to move, you know? Um, but I do think, like, if you really commit to it, just just five minutes, if you commit to it, I think 
like it really is a game changer. Oh, yeah, um, and sure. it's not just meditating. It could be anything. You know what I mean? It I really, mean, it like literally could be anything. anything. But yeah. if you really, really commit to it, um, I think that's when you're going to see results. Yeah. So I mean, I've, yeah. I've tried like a variety of stuff like that. I mean, other than like, we've done mostly the box breathing, but like there's also like the headspace thing with like a, it's like a guy named Andy who like kind of just brings you through a process. Yep. I think it's called headspace. And then like I tried other stuff where it's literally like, I'll search on YouTube like five minute meditation or whatever. And it would like, it's, it can either be like relaxing music, or like white noise mm-hmm. where you're just laying there and like meditating, or it can be like someone like guiding you through like a thinking process. I think both are beneficial. I've tried both. Right. I know a lot of people that have done both. And I think just like taking those five minutes just to kind of like reflect and think and relax. I think it's just like, is definitely very beneficial to everyday life. Right, and white noise. Like I, I when I when I walk and read, mm-hmm. I have um, I listen to rain. Like yeah. I listen to rain sounds. So mm-hmm. it's like even that. It just like 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 I said, it's my way to relax. So mm-hmm. I literally like listen to. I know it's weird, but I like yeah. I listen to rain sounds and read and walk. It's like totally. I just get totally locked in. Yeah, I think the white I'm noise moving, but definitely. like I'm relaxed. It's awesome. It's such a. I've been doing it for years, so yeah. it's like it's really been beneficial for me. Um, can we can we pivot a little bit? Yeah, I, yeah you, sure. you mentioned um, you mentioned Twitter and TikTok and stuff, and yep. I'm I'm really I'm really committed right now to social media mm-hmm. from a, not necessarily a stance of consuming, but more of producing and like documenting and mm-hmm. creating. And so, um, like you mentioned Twitter, like I'm I'm kind of just starting on Twitter. Yeah. Um, is that like your favorite? Like what um, what's Twitter to you? So Twitter, I'm a big fan of Twitter, but I I probably use I would say I use social media as a consumer, not a producer. Mm-hmm. I don't tweet really tweet, but I use Twitter like every day multiple times. Um, I just love Twitter because I'm like I've kind of transformed from kind of like using it for like the funny stuff and like I mean I still do like I'll still like sure. have like funny DMs stuff and I think it's a great part of Twitter. But I have also like I've shifted my follow my following to like I've started following more like athletes, um, like motivational speakers. Um, music artists that all have like they all have like positive messages or like inspirational stuff and I think it's like little tweets like that like literally like simple stuff or like it can be like or it can be like a picture with like a long lesson um I just like following that type of stuff now because I think it's turned I've, I'm starting to use Twitter as a learning tool right because I'm learning more about like th- these athletes and artists and like what they're going through and what like what they've gone through and I think just like kind of getting their perspective and like their ideas and knowledge and kind of taking that for my, for my own has helped me as well. I mean, some followers or people I follow that I've like have really impacted me on social media are um, athletes like um, Tom Brady. I know it's cliche because everyone follows Tom Brady. But no, like, sure. Yeah. He like so Tom Brady has a whole message of like keep going. So I think that's a really a really good message because it's so simple, but like it reminds people to like no matter what you're doing, whatever battles you're facing, like keep going, keep fighting it. And the same thing with um. Like, I, there's music artists, too, that also use those messages, and you have their own messages mm-hmm. as well. Um, like, Mike Studd and Mike Posner. Those are two guys I listen to and enjoy their music. But they also, they've also transformed themselves to having, like, having this more motivational, inspirational mindset and trying to share their knowledge and, motiv- like, just kind of inspire and stuff. And I've really, I found myself, like, I retweet and, like, like their tweets all the time because I just love the, like, idea behind them. Mm-hmm. And Mike Posner just came off, he just... He just went through a whole mental transformation. He oh, actually I just followed him on Instagram yeah, yesterday. He, he just walked across the entire country. Right. And that was like a huge thing. And like, I kind of followed that because I, I was so interested. Because like, why would you do that? And I guess he like, because he was like, a, he was a really popular artist back in the day. He still is now, but like, he's kind of like not as popular anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Yeah, he like went through his whole transformation after his like father died, and so he decided to like one day just walk across the country. So wow. following that process is really cool. I mean, I watched on Instagram and Twitter, and he also like went with a, he has a whole like keep going approach, which I really liked. I mean, for him going across the country, obviously that's a huge like commitment. So I kind of like that and the whole message he he had behind that, and then also some other athletes like Jalen Brown and Marcus Stroman. I'm a big fan of just because the way they can p- compete and the way they kind of approach themselves and the outside world. I mean, they're really good with like, they have a lot of good like points and messages they they share, which I like to people like me of course. who really take in. And then Mike Sud, like back to Mike Sud, like I mentioned with his like, on top of his whole like inspirational stuff and like motivational stuff on Twitter, I also love his music and that's like the way he performs. And he also has a podcast, which I'm really... I'm committed to, and I like I learn a lot from that. So, right, those are some some of the people that like the athletes and the artists that I follow on Twitter and stuff. That kind of like those are like my main focuses on Twitter now. Right, and, to, like, and I think there, there's a really cool like like idea or statement that like you you start to become the like the combination of the five closest friends that you hang out with the most, mm-hmm. like you start to become like them, like a combination of them. Have you ever heard of that? No, before? actually, I haven't. Yeah, cool. so I, I'll see if I can explain that a little bit better. So it's basically like who you surround yourself with, like mm-hmm. you start to become, you start to take on the characteristics or the habits that they have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's, it makes me think like, like, and I've always kind of said this, is like, like pay attention to what you're listening to yeah. and not like necessarily like what you're actually listening to, but like, like what you're consuming, right? Yeah. If you're reading words that are constantly um, negative and downputting, like you're going to start to like believe that you're going to start mm-hmm. to, you know what I mean? Your mind's going to kind of form to that. Yeah. So like, it's the same concept of like your five close, you become the five closest friends. It's the same concept of like what you're consuming on Instagram yeah. and, and Twitter. And you know what I mean? Like you, you start to, you start to take on the mindset of the things you, consume the most and so like I think like I listen to like a lot of and I've read David Goggins book can't hurt me and mm-hmm. do you know who David Goggins yeah, is yeah, so it's like he's a, he's unbelievable like Gary Vaynerchuk like I have I have his stuff everywhere because like he's impacted me in such yeah. a such a way of like bringing value to people yeah. like instead of like if you want to um, create a business it's great to have a great service or great product but if you are not like really focusing on bringing value to people like then you know what I mean you're mm-hmm. not going to have that lasting impact so I, I don't know it's just like um, and like Ed Milet um, just a couple other names. It's just like I, I've consumed so much of their stuff, podcast, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, that it's like it just becomes part of who I am. Like their yeah, I agree. their message, their mindset. So um, it's a really interesting point. No, yeah, I feel I feel like I like what you said. How like you become like the five friends around you, kind of like I mean, I definitely like I've kind of shifted to like, surrounding myself. Obviously, like not people wise, but like social media wise, I've surrounded myself with like more like people I can learn from. And kind of relate to rather than just like following this like random accounts that like I don't care about or like that I like literally don't pay attention to. Right. I mean, there's like being in college, there's obviously like there's a lot of people at the school that like I follow but like don't really have an interest in, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I just follow them just because yeah. like maybe they follow me or like just yeah, because like just do it. I'm sharing the whole like Endicott type thing. But like I definitely have like kind of got off social. I mean, not got off, but like I don't. I'm not interested in the whole like student stuff as much as anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm more interested in more like myself, like exposing myself to more things I can learn from and like relate to and that kind of help me internally. So I still pay attention to the whole student stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm still like an average like Instagrammer on and, like being college kid and stuff. Yeah, but, but your like, focus just changed. My focus has changed. Yeah, so that's I've found normal. Like, I still have the whole like the whole kid stuff, but like I also 
have also found myself finding more like stuff that I can learn from and like kind of relate to and just take information and and Dave Goggins like you said is one of them too I forgot to mention him yeah I follow him on Instagram and he I like the how he he'll give like a uh, motivational message and like talk just talk while he's working out right which I think is pretty cool because you don't see like people doing that no because like he's trying to show that he's uh, just as mentally strong as physically about by doing these workouts and trying to talk to his followers at the same time. So right. I think it's a pretty cool thing. And if you know account. his story, it just gets oh, even yeah, more sure. incredible. Like yeah. if you, uh, have you read his book? I haven't read it, but oh I definitely, I, you, I know. Like you I've have to, story. if there's any, if there, and anybody who's listening right now, like if there's any book that I could re- recommend like 100% to read, um, it's, it's can't hurt me by David Goggins. It mm-hmm. literally is a absolute game changer. And it's to, he takes you through like his entire like childhood and his, like he was like two hundred and like two hundred and seventy pounds or something crazy, and he had to get to like one ninety to be able to like go through the the test to become a um, like a seal, right? And it was I don't know, just bananas. So you have to have to read that book. But um, um, oh, there was one thing that I wanted to go back on. Oh, oh, I think this would bring a lot of people value. Um, go back to like the like who you listen to or who yeah. you're hanging around. Like there's a quite a few. I I'm a I'm a college strength and conditioning coach. So I, I talk to a lot of athletes, um, and like non-athletes, but, and I, I've heard so many stories of like, like, Hey, like coach Mace, like I've been consuming like your content on Instagram mm-hmm. and it's just so positive, And I, and I want to be like, I've heard this so many times, like, and I want to like live out what you're saying. Like, yep. like, like I hear what you're saying. I want to live it out, but I just, I feel like the people I'm hanging around right now are just bringing me down or mm-hmm. my roommate is just super toxic and doesn't, you know what I mean? And so it's like, it's interesting like how people can recognize it, but they don't make any, like any changes yeah, or they, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like they recognize afraid. like, so, and it's really hard in college. You're living with a group of people. Yeah. Um, if you're on a sport team, you're like with that group, you know what yeah. I mean? You're with that group of people. So it's hard to kind of separate yourself and I'm not suggesting to separate with yourself necessarily, but what I'm saying is spend the most time you can with people that you relate to the most in terms of, so like if I'm really positive, like, like you should be wanting to hang out with someone who's really positive as well. You know what I mean? Like, um, and so for, if you're listening and you're going through some kind of, kind of maybe a toxic relationship or like a, just a, a, a group of friends that you're not necessarily connecting with, like you have to really make a decision. Like, am I going to stay, am I going to stay where I am and continue to be miserable? Or am I going to make an effort to find people that are like-minded and that really bring me more towards that positive? So it's just, I think that could bring people value. Um, moving forward. Um, can we transition? Yeah, can we move. Absolutely. Um, so you mentioned that you were, um, you played freshman year yep. and then you took sophomore year off. Yeah. Why'd you, why'd you um, do that? so I kind of had a lot of things going on with myself sophomore year. I mean, it was kind of a big change in my life. Um, it was kind of like all over the place. I mean, it was physically, uh, mentally. So I'll kind of get into some of that. So on the physical side, I was going through a, sh- a shoulder condition called scapular dyskinesis kind of technical term, but um, so it's like when your scapulas aren't, they're not centered or balanced. So it's kind of a lot of discomfort, a lot of like popping, kind of just like stuff like that. I mean, I think I could have played through it, but I mean, at the same time, I kind of just wanted to give myself a break because that was one of the things that were kind of stressing me out. So on top of that, I kind of went through this stage of, I kind of lost myself in who I was. It's kind of, it's kind of weird to say, but like, so after like going through fall ball sophomore year, 
I didn't have a good fall, and I was kind of distracted by, like, everything. I was going through some stuff. Um, I kind of just, like, kind of fell off myself and kind of lost who I was. And so, like, I just kind of lost motivation to, like, get just do anything. I mean, I, like, lost motivation to, like, just get better at baseball. I lost my motivation to really, like, push myself in classes. I kind of just went through this, like, this weird funk where I kind of literally just, just, like, fell apart from who I was and who I wanted to be. So, over winter break, um, but I was also, like, very quiet at the time, too. Like, I was, like, wasn't really talking to my parents as much anymore. I was kind of, like, fading myself away from, like, everything. But, I mean, it w- I kind of hit it well because just because, like, I was in college. So, like, I was with my roommates and friends all the time. But, like, deep down, like, there was something wrong with me. So, I, I finally got the – I got myself together and realized, like, I needed to, like, figure my, my stuff out. Like, I needed to figure out, like – myself physically with my shoulder and stuff I need to figure out myself mentally like find like how I lost this motivation and stuff to like get better at like just like everything like baseball classes stuff like that like physically so I decided to take I remember I remember like it was yesterday I remember I called coach Haley literally like three days before preseason um sophomore year and I told him like I needed a break like I needed to step away from the team I didn't know if I was gonna come back not for that season at least and um, I kind of just want to take a break from everything, kind of just figure myself out. I needed a free time. And this is, like, where, like, my mental – I kind of had this whole mental transformation because I, I think it's – I think it's safe to say it's, like, my low point in my life because I wasn't playing baseball anymore. I wasn't, like, motivated to do anything. I was going through, like, emotional stuff. I was kind of just, like, in a – like a just in a hole with everything. And, like, I literally, like, came crumbling down. Like, I had, like, a breakdown. And I remember that – um, I think this was spring break now, and obviously I didn't go on the spring trip because I wasn't playing baseball anymore. And I remember my dad, he, like, pointed it out to me that, like, he, like, noticed, like, I was different. Like, I was being, I was just, like, not normal anymore. I was quiet. So I remember he, I remember one day he told me I had a doctor's appointment. So he brought me there, and he didn't tell me, but when we got to the appointment, the doctor started asking me all these questions about, like, anxiety and depression and stuff. And, like, I was like, what's it? Like, I thought it was just, like, a physical so that kind of surprised me, but also at the same time, I'm so grateful for that because that was the first time I really, like, spoke to someone else about, like, kind of my anxieties I was going through. So moving forward from that, like, I was – I just felt better because I talked to someone and – because I was just kind of locking myself away from everything. Like, I didn't want to talk to any – like, really talk to anyone about anything. I was always just so, like, closed in. But from the moving there is – that's when I, like – I think after spring break, like, I think around, like, springtime – um, of sophomore year was like kind of my turning point to get myself better. That's when I started listening to more podcasts, reading more things. Um, I kind of surround, started surrounding myself with more like m- positive messages and stuff. And I really just kind of had this like this wake up call where it's like, all right, like I had like a like a weird time in my life where like I was just down on myself. Like now, like I'm back together. Like I got to stay positive. Got to get better. Got to just stay on top of my physicality, working out trying to stay, like, get better with academics and stuff. I wasn't, I was never bad academically. I was always, like, I was Dean's List, like, I was doing good, but, like, I just had no motivation. But after I went through this whole process of, like, kind of, like, waking up and, like, realizing that I got to get my stuff together, that's when I kind of started going in a better direction. So in the springtime of sophomore year when I wasn't playing, I was hitting the gym, like, five, six days a week, really getting myself in better shape. And then during the summer... I was continuing the same process. I was still, like, doing the whole workout thing, just kind of 
surrounding myself with positivity. Can, can, can I stop you there for yeah. a second? Because I really, I really want to hammer this home because I think it's so, so important. Yeah. Did you, did you feel like it stemmed from the shoulder injury? Did that is that one you started to feel off? When did that, when did that start? I think the whole shoulder thing. I remember it, I got, I want to say I got diagnosed like end of fall of sophomore year. Is that when you started seeing a change in your and your men, in your mental? I definitely. Health? I think that's when like because. I realized that like when the shoulder thing happened and like then I just felt like I was out of sync with everything and that's when I think the whole like everything I think everything just like came together at once. Right. So I had this whole like anxiety depression thing going on like I didn't I never had like anxiety depression. It was weird because I remember like in high school I didn't know what like, anxiety was because right. I remember my friend had like anxiety medicine and I was like, "Hey, what are those for?" and he was like, "Anxiety." I'm like, "What like what's that?" and he goes, it's like, I just get nervous about things. I'm like, like nervous about what? Like, I was so ignorant. I don't understand right. it. But then here I am, sophomore year, and I, like, I literally, like, don't want to do anything. And I have all this anxiety and stuff. And it just hit me like a truck out of nowhere, like, so, like middle of sophomore year. And then I started like, getting myself to better, like, getting myself better. So that's when I started, like, just, like, staying on top of school, working out all the time, and really just kind of, like, listening and learning more about, like, things that can help me. So... Spring of sophomore year, it was tough because I wasn't playing baseball. All my roommates and friends were, so that was kind of a, a mental toll on me. But, like, it was my decision not to play. So, I mean, I, I got to use this time to get myself better. So that's when I started really focusing on myself and just prioritizing mental health. Because, I mean, my physical health was there, even though, like, I had kind of a tweaked shoulder. But the whole mental health thing, that's when I really started prioritizing things and getting myself better. So then the summer comes. Everything's going great. I had a great summer. Um, like really happy again, really didn't really have much anxiety and stuff doing my internship. Um, and then, um, I lived also, I was also living here summer with Joe Brown. So that was cool. It was a good experience. I mean, I really, I think when, after the whole, like my, my low point was definitely like that winter break, early spring of sophomore year when I kind of went through that whole, like a little, that little funk of like not playing baseball and kind of going through like some anxieties and stuff. But then. So in the summer, I was, I remember I was working out with Joe Brown all the time, like baseball stuff too, because I was helping him. Like he wanted to throw me bullpens and stuff and like, all right, like I play baseball, I'll like hit, I'll hit live off you and stuff if you need, like if you want to like face someone. So I actually did pretty well off him and stuff. And then I also played a little summer ball too for like a local league back home, like a wood league. But I also, I performed really well in that league. So I was like, I mean, like I've got myself together mentally um, out there physically I'm still like I can still play I can still hit pretty well, so then I started considering coming back to the team, of um, and this was fall. Well, yeah, going to the fall of this this year. Right. And I remember since I was on campus, I remember coach. I was playing with Joe Brown on the field one day. just like playing catch, catching his bullpen, hitting a little bit, and I'm so grateful for this this moment because this is when Coach Haley like came up to me and he was like, "Are you gonna come back this fall?" And he like encouraged me to because I was so unsure if I wanted to or not and if I could get myself to and like I was considering it but like I was also like kind of on the edge but like then coach actually like he encouraged me to come back so then that, that's when I was like all right like I'm gonna do it so I came to this fall because I wasn't on the team in the, in the sophomore year my mentality in the fall was completely like different from what it was before I was so loose I was relaxed that's when I had the whole let it fly mentality like everything was going well there's nothing like in my way, nothing to stop me. So I crushed it. Like I, well, per, yeah, right. I think I like I personally did really well. And that's when I kind of was like, oh, I like. That's when I like realized like I got myself together. I got myself out of this hole, 
I got myself back together, and this is who I am. I found myself again. And that's when I was really happy. Like, I was really happy with baseball, really happy with classes, really happy with my situation. And that's when I realized, like, yeah, all right, now, like, I'm back to where I want to be. Like, this is who I am. This is where I'm supposed to be. And I just hit a hole, like, saw, like a little hole for those few months sophomore year. But I'm so happy I got through it. I got over it. Now back playing the game I love. This is what I came to school for. I'll be with all my friends again. So that's when I really, like, hit peak happiness again. And all the positivity came back to me. Um, I was just so grateful to be in, the, be in this moment again. So I think having that kind of approach and kind of that, like, epiphany of, like, I'm so grateful to be back and I'm so happy again to be here. That was like the surge in my whole transformation of coming back to the team. Right. So now I met my goal of coming back. So now I'm just very happy just to be here. And I think the whole message here, I know it's kind of a long message, but I think the whole message here. It's a good message, really. Yeah, no, I feel like for like anyone else going through some like type of like athletic struggle or mental struggle, I feel like that just because you hit like a whole little slump, you can't get yourself back to where you wanted to be. Because I think use myself as an example from coming to the school as a recruit freshman year, playing through the whole year, and then going through sophomore year and like kind of just losing who I was. Like I, I lost all my love for baseball, lost my motivation, didn't want to deal with like the whole grind stuff anymore. But I think getting through that whole process that um, it's definitely something you can come back from. I mean, I was like so like, down on myself and crushed that like I just like didn't want to like deal with the sport at all and like just don't like I just don't want to deal with anything but then like I that's when I really like I that's when I started surrounding myself with whole like more positive messages more um inspirational stuff and like just like po- like positivity and dealing with the whole like getting past my anxieties getting past my depressions getting past anything in my way and then kind of just letting letting myself free and that's when I kind of peaked my comeback and really hit it off well in the fall, played really well, just played loose. And that was the biggest thing, was being loose and not caring. Because when I like put myself under pressure, that's when I performed the worst. Right. So I just literally was just opened up, played free, didn't care what anyone thought about me, didn't care. Um, literally just, just was free and just played played like I was supposed to be there. And right. that's when I... And so, and so all, yeah. all of this happens, right? Yeah. But... That I wrote down three things that you said that mm-hmm. I really think that if we can go back and touch upon. Yeah. Um, I wrote movement. Um, I wrote therapy slash talking to someone yep. and then listening to positive stuff. Yep. Like those are three things. And I really think like legitimately every single person goes through some degree For sure. of – like a low point, low point. Low yeah, point. it's a good right. point. I, I was, yeah, like yeah. a low point. Like every single person. Like mine was about, um, about three weeks ago for an entire week. Yeah. Like I like barely got out of bed. If yeah. I needed to get out of bed, that's when I got out of bed. Yep. I was eating like crap. I was not exercising, and so that's why I wrote movement and I like circled it like three times mm-hmm. because I'm like, you, you said it, and I want to ask you again and see if this is really like kind of what helped you get out of it. But you said. Like you said, I'm at a low point, and then I started going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know what I mean? And then I was yeah. working out five to six days a week. And then I, you know what I mean? And then I started hitting with Joe, or you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like like doing baseball activities with Joe Oriola. And then it's like, but like that movement piece, do you feel like that had an impact with you like getting out of that? Absolutely. Of that I feel like when you're like kind of stuck, in, if you're kind of down yourself like mentally and like you're kind of just stuck in like a hole, I feel like just getting yourself out there, it can be anything. You don't have to go to the gym. Just like getting yourself out of your room, out of your bed, and kind of just moving around. Like for me, I'm a very like, 
I have a lot of energy and I, I can never sit still. So like for me, it was like, I'm always like doing something. Like I'm always, I was going to the gym or I was just like walking somewhere or I was with, hanging out with friends. But like, I never, like for me, it was the biggest thing was like, just like, don't just be alone somewhere by yourself. Like just move around, do something, go to the gym, do something you enjoy. It was kind of just like, if you're sit, if you're going to sit, like you can't sit there and sulk. Cause like for me, it was like, I was never like, I was never lazy when I was going through that low point in my life, but like, I was still like, kind of just like, I didn't have much energy. Like I was still going to the gym and stuff, but like for me, it was like, I was alone a lot because like all my friends, roommates were playing baseball and I was taking a break from the team at that time. So that was kind of, that was kind of the, one of the bad things about that was because I was always mostly alone for the most part, but that alone time also helped me because I was able to like go do the things I needed to do, uh, get ahead of my schoolwork, because I had no distractions around me. I had no people to distract me. So that's when I got ahead of my schoolwork, got ahead of the whole, the working out of the gym type stuff. So having that alone time was actually really beneficial. But at the same time, I think it's important just to surround yourself with people, like especially positive people. But I, I literally love that because like I, I live alone right now. Yeah. But like I surround myself with great people, mm-hmm. but like I have plenty of alone time yeah. too. And I, and I really think that that was what was missing for me to really like emerge as like who I am today mm-hmm. because like, you know, four years of college, you're literally, you're never alone. Like yeah, you're exactly. literally never, ever, ever alone. Cause I had a room, like I literally had a room every mm-hmm. year, but now like I'm living alone. Like I'm still, I'm still in a setting where there's a lot of people and like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I feel like I'm an extrovert in a sense of like, I get a lot of energy no, with yeah, people, too. but that alone time is like crucial for my development as mm-hmm. to be like who I am right now. So yeah, that was dude, huge, huge. And then we already kind of talked about like listening to good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, but the one thing that we haven't talked about and I, and I really want to see if we can dig into this yep. um, is therapy slash talking to someone yep. like, so like I, I don't, um, I don't consistently go to see like a therapist or talk to someone, mm-hmm. but I feel like when I do, it opens up a whole another, like I start talking and it's like, I, I discover things about myself. I never, you know, never even thought, thought of, of. Yeah. like it was so, it's so deep. And like, I just like you, like, like talk so much, like I, I just got so much to say. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's like, it's like when you can sit with someone and it doesn't, it doesn't need to be a professional, but if you can just talk to someone that just listens, yep. like you could, you just, oh God, you just, you spill every single thing. And get then off, you get a lot off your chest. hundred percent. And then you, you leave with like weight off your shoulders mm-hmm. because it's like, you've been, and I think, and I'll be honest with you. Like, I don't, I've never really felt like anxiety before, mm-hmm. but what I can imagine is just like, like all of the things that you maybe have said in that session, it's all just in your mind. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, it's literally just like a cycle in your around, mind. Yeah. Right. It's just like, it's like, and then once you have the ability to just let it flow and just like talk, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And let it all off your chest. I'm sure that just kind of, and I don't know for sure, maybe you could, but it, I feel like it just kind of like, really kind of just feels like a little relieving that no, instead of yeah, it being definitely. rotating in your mind the whole time, now you, you like you letting it go. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, for sure. I mean, like, I definitely think that talking to someone, if you're like ever, like I never really, I never actually had a therapist. I just talked to that doctor one time and then he, that's like, he like, that's when that one time, like we literally just talked about, he was just asking me about like anxiety and depression qu- related questions. I was never actually depressed, but like he like asked me questions related to like anxiety and stuff that I related to. And then I never really felt, I, I wasn't the one, not a person that like I felt like I had to talk to someone mm-hmm. be, just because I, that one interaction I had with a doctor just opened up like so many thoughts that I realized, like I literally realized so much just by answering his questions and talking to him. 
but I never really felt like I had to talk to a therapist. But I feel like when you like just need to get a, like stuff off your chest, I feel like just having it run around your mind and stuff can be like negative in a way because you're just trapping so many thoughts. But like when I'm talking to like when I'm able to get like my mind, when I'm able able to speak my mind with like a friend, a roommate, or like even coaches, I feel like that just gives off so much like that just helps me so much that just getting it out of your head. Cause like, I feel like, I think I overthink about everything. I mm-hmm. overthink a lot, but when, how I can like, how I solve that is like when I'm overthinking so much, I can literally like talk to my friend or roommate or like tell my coach what I'm thinking. If it's like something with baseball. And I feel like just getting that out of your mind and just kind of letting, releasing that just feels like, it just feels relieving. In right. A way. And th- that's why I wrote like therapy slash talking to someone. Yeah, because, exactly. Because therapy, like you don't need to go to a professional that's like that, that, is trained to, you know what I mean? To like, you don't need to see a professional, but if you're like, I'm just saying like the ability to talk to someone, Mm -hmm. a coach, a friend, anybody, a a parent, uh, whatever. I just feel like that process is just so relieving. Oh yeah. So it's like what I'm, what I'm trying to say and and not to you, but to everyone who's listening, it's like, like talk to someone like, Mm -hmm. you don't need to go see a therapist. You can, you a hundred percent can, but like just talk to someone. Um, and then surrounding yourself with, positive messages positive I think, I think that was one of the biggest things for me 100%. is kind of just focusing and learning because when I was going through the whole tr- like transformation of like getting myself better mentally and stuff and mentally tougher mentally stronger I just the way I read things I would literally like I was reading stuff and I would like learn I would see specific things that I wouldn't before and I remember there's like what I remember I saw a tweet or something and it was I related to it so well it was like when you're listening to music like you're listening, like when you're like more like mentally like apparent in that situation, when you're listening to the lyrics, you can relate more to them. Like when you're actually listening to them, as like just like as like say you're just like listening to music, just like relaxing, just like letting it flow, letting like listening to the beat. But then for me, what I realized is like when I was actually listening to the songs, I was learning like the I was learning from the lyrics. Like there was like I remember there's like a few like. Mike Studd songs that like because he like went through like such a mental transformation too right. so like some of his songs relate to that and I remember when I would listen to those songs like there would be like lines and stuff that I can relate to my own life so I was actually like rather than like jamming out to the songs and stuff I was actually listening to them and learning from them which is a kind of a difference that kind of changed me I was just the way I, the way I listened and learned stuff and like read stuff just kind of changed into the way like positive way so I was literally like using this more to my advantage. My mind was more open, more clear to thoughts. So that was one of the big things. That's I really had. interesting. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done that yeah. with music. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. really taking in the music, like, you know, the lyrics and what they're, what they you know, what they're trying to say. Yeah. It um, was pretty, it was pretty cool. Just that is, so, that is really cool. Yeah. Just so kind of learn from those. Um, I know we, we kind of talked about this, but like, like if you were to go back at any point mm-hmm. in your life, at any point, this could be your low point. This could be, or it could be early in your life. If you, if you had to give any kind of advice to yourself, what um, would it be? I feel like if I was, if there's a time point where I was, I was, I could go back and give myself um, advice. It would be my freshman year college self, because I feel like, obviously, like freshman year of college, it's like a weird transition. You go from high school where you know everyone to college where you know like know nothing, know nothing about like the school really, don't know much people. And I feel like freshman year, I was so, like, I was so trapped, I feel like, because I was, like, just, I didn't 
get out there. I didn't really open myself up to many people. Like I'm still learning. I'm still meeting so many people today. Like in my own class, I didn't know like until now, which is and it's kind of weird because it's a small school. But I mean, I know it's not. I'm not the only one that's going through that. But like my freshman year, I would like. I wish I could go back to, and tell my freshman year self to kind of just like the just the way of approaching things and stuff, like getting yourself out there, talking to more people. I wish I the podcast and stuff I listen to, like the literally like the type of music and podcast I listen to now. I wish I watched le, like listened and read back when I was a freshman because I feel like I could have learned so much more about myself and just about like the like just anything, everything in general. Back then, it would have been way more valuable because I could have kept like moving forward. And I think the way I would approach college, like not like obviously in multiple ways, like the way I approach the school, um, school life, social life, baseball life. I feel like all three of those type of lives, I feel like I could have done a better job with approaching and like having a win the day type mentality. Because like there are days I was just trying to get through as a freshman. Like I wasn't like trying to like. I wasn't really exposing myself to more things. I wasn't like getting involved with clubs. I wasn't in- involved with like meeting more people, more other sports teams. I was really just locked in between me, school, and the baseball team. That was my freshman year, and I feel like if I were to go back, I would definitely try to listen to more, like just kind of learn more myself, and then kind of just be exposed to meeting more people, hanging out with more people, opening my circle. I feel like I've done that. I'm like I feel like now, like I'm very happy. I know a bunch of people. I'm friends with a lot of people. Um, I I listen to the right things. I'm surrounding myself with the right people, with the right knowledge. Baseball's going good. So I feel like if I if I where I where I am now, I feel like if I had that mentality and advantage back then, of kind of just getting myself out there and having the right mindset, right people, right positivity around me. Just having all those things, I think, would have been more beneficial to myself moving forward. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm really happy where I am now. Um, but I feel like if I were to go back, I could definitely do a better job of trying to get myself to where I could be today rather than where I am, actually am today. Right, and I, and I think this exercise is like really beneficial mm-hmm. to think about because then you start to think like, like what's going on right now that's yeah. really, really good? Like what lessons have I learned? And then it's like now take it forward, now the future. Yeah, you need to keep improving. That's exactly. Right. So now yeah. it's like in the future, now like yeah. you got to continue to listen to those podcasts, continue to follow, you know what I mean? Continue yeah. to um, meet new people. And so like my, my big one um, was senior week, like the literally the last week of, mm-hmm. of senior year of college, right? Yeah. Um, You'd go back and... Like, well, yeah. well, well that, that week, like I like met so many people. Yeah. Like, and I became... Like other seniors, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, people, I'm like, wait, what? Like, at we're... I mean, there's a lot of drinking involved, so yeah. it's like, kind of, everyone's kind of loose, but it's, yeah. it's almost like, wait, why weren't we best it's, friends yeah, for four it's years? It's so weird, because you literally, like, you're meeting people that you feel like you should have known years yeah. ago. And then you, you kind of regret it. You're like, you, oh my God, so like, wait, I, we just connected so well, why can't we, why couldn't we do this? There's stuff yeah. happening to me now that I kind of regret, regret, wish happened, like, freshman year, because I feel like... Now it's like not too late, but like I feel like there's things now that like wow, I wish I knew this, or like knew about that back then. Right, and I would have made the experience like much. Hundred percent. Whenever I talk to an athlete or a non-athlete, like just like randomly, um, I'm always like, go to everything. Mm-hmm. Like just go and talk to random people. Like I'm yeah. not even kidding. Just talk to someone random. Mm-hmm. Like why? Like why are you worried about? judgment or opinion like i don't know what you're you know what i mean but like meet them you know because like you're gonna get to that week that senior week not you you know one's yeah. gonna get to that senior week and be like oh my goodness like i missed all that opportunity you know what i mean yeah. so no, i just i feel like i feel like for me 
I think that was a big, what you just said was a big thing for me freshman year. It was like, I kind of was afraid to get myself out there. Like there was like times where it's like, I wouldn't like, I'd say like I'd go to a party with the baseball team, but like there'd be like a group of people that like some guys, older guys on the team would be talking to whatever, or like just say like there's meaning, like have other groups of friends. As a freshman, I was kind of like, there was I had the mentality like, oh, I don't need to, like I had the baseball team. I don't need to talk to those guys. Like I don't care. But like now it's like, I wish I like met more people and like got myself more out there. I talked to, I wish I talked to more people. Cause I think back then I was kind of like afraid as a freshman, like, I don't know how to talk to these people. I don't know how to approach them. I don't. I don't care for them. Why? Like why? Like I'm just gonna stay my, stay with my guys and the baseball team. Like not. Right. But like now it's like, what am I doing? Like I wish, like I'm such like a more social person now. And it's mm-hmm. like I. Me too. After I went through the whole like, anxiety type thing and like the whole like, mental transformation. Now I'm like, I don't care what anyone thinks of me. Like who cares? I'm just gonna do like what I like. I'm just gonna go out and. Just say screw it. Like I'll do. I'll talk to people I want to. Like right. I'll kind of just open myself up. Like I'll be more social and stuff. And I feel like that was a big thing for myself. Like as you're talking, I had like the little like flashback because um, right now, like when I go to lunch, like I have like an um, I take like an hour for lunch, right? But mm-hmm. it's kind of funny. Like I'll walk in there. And I feel like I know a lot of people. So it's yeah. like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? What's up? Yeah. What's up? And then I'll, I'll like grab my chocolate milk and my water, bring it to my table, and then not get like uh, the people I sit with. I sit with like other graduate assistants. Yeah. And then I won't get back to the table for like another 15 minutes. And they're like, where, where, where were you? And I was like, oh, I forgot to get food because I literally, I literally stop at like eight Every different table, tables yeah. because it's like – and that's just the mentality I have now. It's like talk to everyone. Everyone, yeah. Like – and – if you're so happy and positive, like share that. Yeah. I didn't mean share it. So like I, I am so happy and positive that like I stop at all these tables and then it, it gets it gets to be like I don't start eating until thirty minutes into that yeah. period. You know what I mean? And then <laughs> I get back, everyone's done eating, and I'm like, oh, I got my first plate because it's like I don't know. I just take so much time to like yeah. get to know everyone. So I don't know. I it's mean, just, like, it's funny, but it's like real. Like I no, love it's it. real. It's, I think I it's great it. though. I don't. Yeah, I think it's a great thing. I mean, like I think. My like back when I was like a freshman or younger, like a younger kid, I feel like I'd be that kid. Like I would see someone I'd know from like a distance, but like I'd be that kid who would have like their like their sweatshirt over their head, like kind of like head down, kind of avoiding any contact. But, like just because I was like not like afraid to say hi, but like just like I didn't want to like I didn't really want to like socialize at that time. Like mm-hmm. now it's like if I see someone I relatively know I walk by, I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, right. Just saying hi is just so simple and powerful. And it's it, it for me, it makes me so happy. When, like, and I've recognized it, yeah. yeah. Or like I say hi to them, and then they smile. I'm like, oh my god, like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it just it, it's so contagious. Like I don't know, I'm very happy, and and, and I like to smile a lot. So mm-hmm. it's like it almost is like kind of like it bounces back. It's contagious, you know what I mean? yeah. It's contagious, and yeah. then it's just like the more I do it, the more happier yeah, I, I get. I feel like such a, this is such a simple thing, but I feel like just acknowledging their name too. Hundred percent. It's such a great thing. Like I remember at, um, over the hockey uh, over the winter break, working work on the hockey rank. I was telling you about the whole like happy birthday thing where like you'd say instead of saying happy birthday you yep. say happy birthday Colin. Yep. You say their name cuz acknowledging their name just makes them feel more like that you care. Right. If that I'm, makes sense. And it's yeah. very simple. It's so simple but it's, it's so, so effective. Yep. And, and it's, it's but it's and it's also extremely difficult to do oh, as yeah. well. Sure. Um but like if you <laughs> oh man who was it? There was a um a president a long time ago. Yep. Um, but he was known to remember everyone's name. He would meet you one time at a convention or at a you know at a meeting or mm-hmm. something, not see you for a year, see you again a year later, and yep. he'd be like, "Hey Cheryl, 
is your is your daughter still how's your daughter's health doing you know mm-hmm. she's still sick she he would remember and i forget who it was and i feel terrible that i can't remember but it, he was he was just known to remember everyone's Everything, name yeah. and you know what everyone loved him no because matter what his policies were exactly. no matter his opinions i think it's little things they like loved that. him because they you know what i mean they literally legitimately felt a positive yeah. uh, uh, a real connection with him just because he remembered their name yeah. and a little things about them. So I think that, like, moving forward, I need to do a better job yeah. at no, it. No, I do, too. I mean, we're all, like, I'm still yeah. improving with that. Like, yeah. there's still times where it's like, I wish I said something about to someone about whatever. Right. And, and it, for me, it's just, it's names. Names are hard for me. Like, oh, I remember everything that we've talked about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, every conversation, like, like what what you're up to. And then, but, like, it's just it's just the focus to remember I'm the names. Yeah, the names. Yeah. Oh, when you're talking about so many things, you just kind of forget, like, you forget the name. Yeah. But, like, that's, like, one of the most important things. Right. But, yeah. Right. I think that when I was, like, when I was kind of talking about the whole, like, surrounding myself with more, like, positive stuff, like, stuff I can learn from, that was, that was one of the little lessons. Like, I've learned so many tiny lessons like that. Like, just, like, remembering, like, saying someone's name after saying happy birthday has such, like, a good impact. Right. That I've learned so many, like, little messages, like, little messages and, like, little, little things like that um, as I've been, like, listening to, like, these new podcasts and more... It's like reading more things on social media and stuff. I think that was like, I mean, those are like, it's such a little thing, but I think like just learning those type of things are just so like beneficial in life. 100%. Yeah. 100%. All right. This, this is awesome, brother. This has yeah. been amazing. Um, if there's one message, if there's one message that you could have all of my listeners hear mm-hmm. from you, what would it be? Um, it would definitely be just enjoy where you are today. Because I feel like having that, just like really just, I mean, if you think about it, like who, who knows where you're going to be in a year and where you're going to be in five years and 10 years. And I feel like right now you just need to focus on today and what you can do today. And basically, I love the idea of enjoy your art today because it makes you appreciate who's around you, what you have around you, and basically like what you're doing right now. Because it's, your whole life's going to change in a few years or several years or even a month right so i feel like just enjoying where you are today so for myself i'm enjoying where i am today because i'm enjoying um the school i'm in right now my roommates my room situation i'm enjoying playing baseball in college and i think all those things are like little reminders myself to why i should enjoy where i am today so i think having that mentality of just like just enjoying where you are in the moment wherever you are wherever you may be, I feel like just having that mentality of just kind of appreciating where you are is such a powerful tool. And I feel like that will help you have a po- more positive mindset like each day. hundred percent. So yeah. And as you're saying that, I thought of it like a book, like you're, you're literally writing your own book, right? Yeah. But if you're constantly thinking about what the next chapter is going to be about, you right? have no time to enjoy where you are. Exactly. That page that you're writing is not going to be, it's not going to be as masterful yeah. as, you know what I mean? And so if you're constantly thinking like, well, what's going to be the last page? What's the last page going to say? As opposed to like writing each what page. What am I going to do now? Yeah. hundred percent, brother. Seriously. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having um, me. That's awesome, man. Thank you.